My privilege this week was being in the Word of God. One of my mates says, you have the best job in the world, and I believe I do, and it's one of the uh, privileges is that, is I get to be in the Word of God, uh, daylight hours. It's fantastic. And uh, we're in Romans, Romans chapter 13. Romans 13 is about how the followers of Jesus are to behave out in the world. Chapter 12 is mostly about the community of faith, the church. Chapter 14 returns to that. Um, But chapter 13 is mostly about how the followers of Jesus are to behave out in the world, out in the night, as the New Testament sometimes describes it. Uh, How do we do well out in the out in the night, and so uh, the title today is Triple A Nightlife. Yeah, Triple A Nightlife. So we're jumping back into the Book of Romans. Uh, just a few reminders about about the Book of Romans, written about AD fifty-seven. They believe by the Apostle Paul after twenty-five years of ministry. Paul writes to. The Christians at Rome to the church there, he hadn't visited there, but he wanted to. He intended to uh, come down to Jerusalem, then uh, up to Rome, and then to go on west to Spain. He had this desire. He, He had preached in the east, and he wanted to preach in the west as well, out, out, uh, to Spain. So he, uh, he writes this letter, it's almost like a training manual, and it's so comprehensive about the Christian faith, it's been called the Christian Manifesto. And so what a privilege for us to be able to go through this, this book of the Bible. Now the first half of Romans talks of what God has done through Jesus Christ, and, and why that was necessary. Uh, chapter 9 to 11 is about... Uh, where Israel fits into that story of salvation. And 12 to 15, um, what that story of God's gospel means in practice for believers. And the order of that is essential because we, this is not a, you know, it's not, this is how you should live at the start. How we live is a response to what God has done for us. You know, we're not trying to pull ourselves up by our bootlaces. This, uh, the way we live is a response to God's favor, God's generosity, God's grace. Let's read it. Romans 13, 7 to 14. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe them taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law, the commandments. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. Whatever other command there may be are summed up in, in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfillment of the law. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. 
The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness, put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Amen. Chapter 12, mostly about Christians' behavior with each other. 12, uh, verses 6 to 8, is one of the gift lists for the believers in building up the church. Chapter 13, though, is mostly about relationships and behavior by believers with those uh, outside the church. 13 verses 1 to 7, the particular focus, not exclusively, is, is the response of believers to pagan government. Chapter 14 goes back to the church. So our passage today is mostly to do behaviors out in the world in relationship with non-believers. Out in the world, out in the dark. So this is AAA nightlife. How to do well out in the night. So there's three A's, and the first one is attitudes. Attitudes. Attitudes of integrity and dignity. Integrity and dignity. Verses 7, 13, and 14. So a couple of correct attitudes. Integrity and dignity. The correct way of thinking. Not pagan way of thinking. Uh, verse 14, do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Verse uh, 14 in the New Living Translation says it this way, uh, don't think, don't let yourselves think about ways to indulge your evil desires. So it's, it's about correct thinking, correct a- attitudes, integrity and dignity, integrity, giving to people what you should give them. The correct thing to do as good citizens. Don't hold back. Have integrity. Give to everyone what you owe him. Pay what you should. Pay taxes. Pay your rates. Pay your library fines. Parking meters. Rubbish stickers. Pay your workers. I was sitting on the beach uh, quite a few years ago with a, a guy. He was a painter. And he told me a story. Uh, he was in the same church with a, a developer. And the uh, developer got him to paint some of his houses. Then the de- developer refused to pay him. Both in the same church. And he said, come on, you know, we're in the same church. And the developer said, um, oh, uh, this is church, that's business. No, integrity, integrity. Integrity, pay to everyone what you should, what you owe them. Second um, attitude there is dignity, dignity for the most vulnerable. Uh, some beautiful things here uh, in the Old Testament that, that this refers to in Leviticus, Leviticus 19. It, it, and it's, it comes right down to love your neighbor as yourself. Some people shy away from Leviticus. I think it's like eating a herring. Uh, lots of bones, not much meat. But um, no, let's read this. Uh, 
Leviticus 19, 9 to 18. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvests. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. Do not steal. Do not lie. Do not deceive one another. Do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, but fear your God. I am the Lord. Do not pervert justice. Do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly. Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Do not do anything that endangers your neighbor's life. I am the Lord. Do not hate a fellow Israelite in your heart. Rebuke your neighbor frankly, so you will not share in their guilt. 18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Dignity. Dignity. Dignity for the vulnerable. Dignity for the vulnerable. And also dignity for yourself. Verse 13 says this. Let us behave decently like in daylight. Kia pai to tato haere, kia riti, ki to te awatea. Let us behave decently like in daylight. Uh, one of our speakers that spoke here a few years ago, he grew up on the coast, um, strong Anglican background, and then as a teenager, he gave the faith away. And you see, one of the things was um, one of his uncles who was a priest, he was so rotten drunk one night at a party, his uncle, the priest, he, him and another cousin, they had to get the priest, carry him, uh, put him in the passenger's seat. And he thought, is this the Christian faith? I'm not interested Dignity for yourself. Dignity for the vulnerable. Dignity for those in positions of authority. Verse 7. Give to everyone what you owe. If respect, respect. If honor, honor. If the Lord has allowed that person to be a leader in your place of work or government or school or team or, or they are your child's teacher, uh, or teacher of your course, or your house group leader, growth group leader, whatever. Honor them. Say thank you to them. Treat them well. Let them know if you can't make it. Give to everyone what you owe them. If respect, respect. If honor, honor. Attitudes of integrity and dignity. Triple A. First A is that. Second A is actions of love, verses 8 to 10. This whole paragraph, uh, verse, um, verses 8 9, 10, is about love. Every commandment can be summed up by this one rule. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Kia ora aroha ki tō hoa, tō hoa. Tata, 
ano kokwe. Love your neighbor as yourself. When it says love, uh, love your neighbor as yourself, it's not promoting um, narcissism. It's not the, the worship of the self. It's just acknowledgement that we tend to look after ourselves. We have this inbuilt desire to keep ourselves alive, to take on food and water and sleep. We, we know that. Um, we naturally love ourselves. That's what it's saying. So as we naturally love ourselves, let us love our neighbor. Interesting thing here is the actions of love are expressed in the negative. These are from their commandments. Uh, commandment uh, 7, 6, 8, and 10. And some might say, well, if it's negative, that's not real faith. That's religion. Uh, nah. In reality, love is not only what you say yes to. Sometimes it's what you say no to. Uh, when I started school teaching, in my first class, one of the really troubled girls in the class, her parents were on the way to divorce. And her father was one of my, my rugby heroes growing up. Incredible, very good rugby player. But in his mid-30s, he was still at it. And he was um, going into town, practicing multiple times a week, uh, on the turps afterwards, and Saturday night, all night, and then uh, the family, the wife, was, was, was over it. And really, to love his family, he needed to say no to that. Sometimes loving is saying the no. We have a photo here of Dallas Tamaira. He's the lead singer for a Wellington band called Fat Freddy's Drop. In an article last week uh, on Stuff Media, he talked of all sorts of challenges associated with lifestyle of a band. And he said it, it, it got the better of him. And he said this, I was saying yes to everything. <laughs> I was saying yes to everything. The drugs, alcohol, girls... Everything I said yes to. And his constant stream of yes led him in a downward spiral of depression and paranoia. But sometimes love equates to saying no. No to adultery, verse 9. No to murder. No to stealing. No to coveting. Desiring what is not yours. Verse 13. Uh, not orgies and drunkenness. Not in sexual immorality and debauchery not in dissension and jealousy. One of my non-Christian uh, first cousins, he was a school teacher just north of Wairoa, and uh, him and his wife were into all the substances that the locals were into until one day um, they just decided they were going to go drug and alcohol free. Um, because he noticed this. He said, uh, on Monday morning, the kids, they would come to school angry. Because on the weekend, their parents were hard at it, and they were neglecting their children. And they needed to say no to that in order to love their children. Sometimes love means saying no to some things, not in sexual immorality. Now, sexual immorality is not the only sin in the Bible. But one thing Paul says, 1 Corinthians 6, about sexual immorality is that sexual immorality 
affects your body uh, because your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and there's, there's no other sin that does that. Your soul, in a way that no other sin does that. And healing is, is always possible. Don't forget that. Verse 13, not in dissension and jealousy. Dissension and jealousy, it seems like it's, it's a surprise here to the list. Almost odd. But actually, dissension and jealousy can be incredibly destructive. Uh, when I was teaching uh, many years ago, um, we had this Kaharahi Terrell. He was a uh, language assistant um, for our syndicate. He was of Tuhoi descent. And he, uh, I remember he said this one time. He said that the um, Māori of, of days gone by, they believed uh, the, the worst sin was harawene, which is jealousy. That jealousy led to almost every other sin. Harawene, jealousy. And the opposite to that, of course, is contentment. And so we are to come in the opposite spirit and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have given me, for my possessions, for my family, for my friends, for my personality traits, for those opportunities that you have given me. Thank you, Lord. And say no to jealousy and no to discontent. And mute the ads, if you can. And mute the people that, that make the noise of that will stir you up, that will flatter you to try and get you to be what God has not called you to be at that time. Say no to that. Same as immorality, debauchery, drunkenness. It's not for us. Dissension, fighting, disagreement. <clears throat> no, say no to that. It's about peace. Be at peace as much as we can. Blessed are the peacemakers, Jesus said. But that is different from meddlers. Proverbs 26, verse 17. Proverbs 26, verse 17 says this. Like a man who grabs a stray dog by its ears who is one who involves himself in another's quarrel. Get that? It's like grabbing a stray dog by its ears if you get involved in someone else's fight. <laughs> When we take on someone else's offense, what happens is this. We tend to get a one, one side of the story and none of the backstory. Say no to other people's offenses. Say no to dissension, dissension and jealousy. Triple A nightlife. Attitudes. Actions. And third one, attire. Means, you know, clothing. Uh, one of the funniest things in... Our uh, New Year's Eve last year at Shah's parents' house was where the rest of the family were there and one of the young relatives came out, um, dressed almost, ready to go out in the town. And Auntie Charlene and Uncle Eric were not impressed. <laughs> and Auntie Charlene said, well, is that it? Like, uh, I've forgotten anything? And Uncle Eric said, uh, just go back in there and put the rest of your clothes on. <laughs> attire, attire. This is, this is the most important thing. 
Uh, verse 11 and 12, armor. Put on the armor of light. The armor of light. For the followers of Jesus, life is not asleep. It is a battle. It is a battle. That's why you put on the armor. For us, life is a battle. It's not about sleeping. Put your armor on. Be ready for the attacks of the enemy, the temptations, the distractions, the assaults. And the second part, it says, um, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. See, the danger, uh, the danger is those first two A's is that we start to think it's just about a change in our attitude and actions, is that it's a, we're just trying to pull ourselves up by our own bootlaces. But it's not that. It's not the power of positive thinking or different programs or being nice to all. If we do that, we, we run the risk of strutting out confidently into the night like the emperor without any clothes on. But we've got to put on... Christ, put on Christ, put on Christ. Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. means being aware of the Lord Jesus Christ in all of our lives, all the time, everywhere, in everything. Acts 19 has this curious event, and we read about it. It's an account of some Jews in Ephesus. Ephesus was quite an occultic center. And these guys were driving out spirits. And they would imitate Paul and say, in the name of Jesus, who Paul preaches, I command you to come out. And what happened was this, that that evil spirit answered and said this, Jesus, I know. And I know about Paul. But who are you? And the spirit bashed them up. And gave, just gave him a jolly good hiding. The point is this. Um, doing well out in the night is not about just having a good philosophy or, or process. It's about having Jesus in you, on you, with you. And Jesus having you. Put on Jesus. It, it can be really surprising when that happens. Um, a couple of things for me, when I came to at 17... I had not decided for the Lord, but 18 I did. And it surprised me how that things that happened, like all of a sudden I wanted to give. I wanted to serve. I wanted to give financially. And previous to that, I I just wanted money for me. Um, And I wanted to serve. I didn't mind working. Um, When Charlene came to faith, it was uh, something about her workmate. She could see something was different. And she wanted to know what it was. It wasn't just the way she acted. It was something that she didn't know what, what it was. But what it was, was this person had put it on. She put it on the Lord Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Triple A nightlife. Attitudes, actions, but most of all, put on the attire of the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, can we, can we do that um, Fra- uh, book Fraser song again, please? Yeah, we'll do that. That's fantastic. And um, as we sing that, you know, you might, wanna, um, you might want to put on Jesus. You might feel like you've in some ways taken him off or, or the armor. You might have taken off the armor.
Uh, might be the first time, might be, you know, might be subsequent time. Um, but people would love to pray for you, for you about that today. And so if our, our normal prayer people can be ready, and let's, let's stand up, let's pray. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. This is not us trying to be uh, what we're not, but it's, it's putting you on and you making us into different people. Uh, and that changes us. We thank you for that, Lord. You count us worthy by your grace, unmerited generosity. Yeah, we want to say yes to that today.